welcome to another very special episode of Yahweh yeah, Read It. I am here with my best buddy, hosting the best young adult novel podcast around. My name is Maggie Gates. And I'm that friend that they were talking about. My name is Laura Petro. And uh, just like how poorly written this book is, that was just a poorly you were channeling. Intro. You were channeling the uh, this entire book. Not getting to the point. Not getting to the point, <laughs> jumping around a lot, and really just not being concise in any way, shape, or form. And for that, you're an artist. Oh my God, Because you. you really were inspired by... The Return, Nightfall, book five in the series. I mean, if this is what launched a seven-season, uh, million-dollar franchise on the CW, what, what, the possibilities are endless. I mean, okay, but I feel like, what, this came out in 2009, the show came out in 2009, so I wonder if, like, they got the rights to the show and they said, LJ, write some more books, and maybe, like, they, it was in tandem? I, I, I'm sure, and then, and then they were probably like, Okay, LJ, write better books because we can't really do uh, anything. Well, maybe with that's this. why they fired her after these three. Oh my god, I'm sure. I mean, because listeners, we had some choice things to say about part one of book five, and I had hopes because, like, I was getting to a point when we like left off that I was like, things are getting interesting, and then things got convoluted. Oh yeah, shit got weird, and I we're gonna do the best that we can to describe it for you. I am going to just put on the record now that if you asked me to summarize this book in 10 seconds couldn't do it i oh man i really couldn't and so the fact that we're going to try and do this in an hour still don't think i can do it there's so much like i read i read most of this yesterday and you think it'd all be fresh in my mind but even reading it i was just like what the fuck is happening yeah it actually gives me stress it's like when you have so much on your to-do list for a day where you're like okay, I have to work, but then I also have to work out, I have to call UPS, I have to... And it, it felt like that reading this, where yeah. I couldn't enjoy it, because it just felt like a to-do list. It's just, yeah, it did really feel like a coked-out version of the YA novel. Yeah. Of, like, and then this happens, okay, but over here is where this is going on. This is, like, a visual representation of Charlie Day in the meme with all of the billboard uh, behind him, and he's pointing to all of the things with the red strings near them. That really is It literally is. is, because, like... This just felt like someone was rapid fire telling me that their ideas for a book and it never went anywhere. And then suddenly it was wrapped up in three pages. Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait to really get to this one section that I'm just remembering. I wish I'd brought up to you. But like later on, Ugh. they just introduced two new people and there's two paragraphs and yeah! it's in a different place. And that's when they only exist. That's the only thing we hear about them. Oh. I, well, this is good because we didn't get to talk about a ton of it off the mic. So all of our reactions will be fresh. And organic and present. Yeah, that is true. Um, I don't even know where we left off. We left off with, um, okay, get this listeners, we left off with Bonnie had Googled Salem witches. Oh, yeah. They're at Isabel's house. She's piercing herself. Goofy girl, we know. And yeah, she Googles that. And we think it's going to be some big payoff. But then it just turns out like Bonnie's like hypothesizing that the thing that's affecting all these girls in the town is what was also affecting the Salem witches. And that's so, just it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I was confused. Because the whole thing is Shinichu and um, his <laughs> sister, <laughs> Meso, Maigo, Masao. I don't, I literally don't remember her name because she's barely there. But they are like fox spirits, um, kid, Kitsunes. Kitsunes. Yeah. Um, and they are the ones that are, like, possessing everyone. Yeah, and Isabel's grandma's just like, yeah, I know. 
Yeah, and I thought that maybe... Okay, that's interesting that you cleared that up because I thought that my Sal... You know what? I'm going to get it wrong every time. I don't know. Uh, I thought that she was a Salem witch as no. well as a Kitsune. You know what? It makes sense now. It makes sense now because you have to put it in the perspective of, like, the very quick payoff of the plot where you find out that Isabel and Jim in this entire time are Shinichi and Masao. So it makes sense that she's like, oh, this house is possessed and the Kitsune are responsible for it. I thought the grandma was Masao. Yeah. Yeah, but, like... Right, no, not in real life. The grandma was upstairs, remember those two I paragraphs? I thought that later on she's possessed by Masao. No, no, because she is Masao. Like in this, they're, in real time, oh. Masao and Jim are trapped in a room upstairs. Okay. But right now, Miss, uh, is, um, I'm so sorry, Jim Bryce and Grandma are Shinichi and Masao because they kiss and then they transform back and then we go, oh, we've been duped. Yes, okay. We've been gagged and gooped. Okay. And duped. A better name for this book. Not The Return, Nightfall. The Return. Gag, goop, duped. Or family kissing, question mark? Because there was, there was, well, I guess that Jim and his girlfriend's grandma aren't really family. Just kind of well, weird. Well, and also, but it's like, they're also Shinichi and Masao. Yeah, so it's so the, the twins. twins. It's the twins kissing. Hey, y'all want a book of incest? Y'all want a book kind of predatorial? Y'all want a book with some light racism? Have I got the book for you? You know it's pretty impressive when the light racism is probably, like, uh, a second as the worst thing. Yeah. I would say it's all the sexual assault that happens. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, we'll just put a trigger warning for... <laughs> yeah, seriously, everything. I just, I'm just gonna say a general. Everything, everything, self-harm, uh, assault, uh, you get it. You I get it. I don't even know. Just, if, that, if anything we just said made you uncomfortable, we apologize, but also just know that it's going to get so much worse. Yeah, and and I love that we had to clarify on the podcast. I think it's going to be a lot of us uh, checking each other, being like, uh, so that's how you read that? Because it's, yeah, it's yeah. something. Um, so anyway. Um, Isabel spooks Bonnie and she bumps her head. And she, she's like, by the way, I look at my tongue. It's cut down the middle now. Yeah. Um, but then we cut back to, okay, this book also has a lot of, like, let's just cut back to. Yeah. Uh, Elena and Matt run into Damon, and Elena's like, where's Stefan? And he gets mad. Yeah, Damon's acting very evil. Yeah. And when asked about where Stefan is, he's not really forthcoming, and he's actually kind of pissed off that Elena brought this up. Yeah, he, like, attacks Matt a little bit, and then he's like, I'll stop, but I want to kiss. And Maggie and I were like, that's weird. Stefan usually doesn't, like, ask for things. No, he doesn't really. He's just got his little bad boy demeanor where it's take, 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 take. No, no give, just take. Just take. So it was kind of strange. Um, and it, it it ends that chapter on that, but I'm going to continue going that so it's a little bit more concise. Oh, that's smart. And he asks for a kiss and it's like, no, I don't want you to kiss me. I want you to kiss Matt. And this is, this gets uh, very uncomfortable. Yeah, um, Matt's not about it. Matt is like, no, uh, that's my ex. I still kind of have feelings for her. He's, yeah, but he's like, but I also kind of have feelings for her friend. It's confusing. And so she kisses Matt, and it's it's a pretty, like, dead-lipped kiss, and Damon's like, that's not good, good enough. And Elena's freaking out because Damon's like, I'm going to hurt Matt, um, so you better put your all into this. And then Elena says some very weird shit, like, fortunately, Elena had broken the Matt Honeycode cut code long ago and she planned on being remorseless and using what she had learned on this weak susceptible body yeah yeah elena 
Lena's brain starts getting like very much of like. Well, I thought I, she was possessed when I read those two. From how? I don't know. That's, I don't think she was. I don't think she was either. Because, like, yeah, because she was saying, like, okay, I know exactly how to kiss him. And it was weird. Initially, I thought she was possessed because I was like, this is rapey. This is very weird. Yeah. Oh, it got more rapey because then you, like, they finally, like, do a big kiss. And then Damon's holding his video camera that he stole. Yeah. And he's like, now take off her shirt. And it's just like, whoa. I thought he was going to send it to Stefan or like keep it logged no. for Stefan. But it just seemed like he was keeping it for his own enjoyment. Yeah. Which is and weird. We, and we find out that he is possessed by Shinichi during this. But that doesn't make this plot line okay. If he was keeping it for his own records, is that like Damon confirmed by King? Because No, it's he's possessed by Shinichi. Oh, so okay. Shinichi's keeping it for Shinichi. Because that's pretty queer-coded. If you're just watching it for your own enjoyment, you're like, well, yeah. why? No, Are you attracted to both these people? Shinichi's doing it because he wants Elena. Yeah. Okay, like, so Shinichi's a cuck. Yeah. Okay. That's it. We learned a lot. Uh, but back uh, in uh, the house, Bonnie has woken up from her faint. A doctor is there now, Dr. Abbott. Um, and... Yeah, and the doctor's just kind of like, oh, well, we gotta go to the hospital. Yeah, he manages to subdue Isabel, and they get in the car, head to the hospital. She is a female doctor. Oh, she is. Yeah. It it took me, like, 30 pages to realize it wasn't a male doctor. That's my bias. Hey, I love how um, biased you are. As as someone, too, who is they, them, I put doctor, I put my uh, prefixes doctor on everything, because I'm yeah. like, I don't want to well, use MX. Well, they said something about, like, salt and pepper hair, and, like, the way that's usually described is to describe, like, like old, short, like, yeah. cut that male doctors usually have, and then it was suddenly, like, her grandchildren, and I was like, what? Damn, this is not very believe women of me today. No. So they get Isabel in the car to go to the hospital, and Mrs. Flowers calls and says that she saw a bag of Stefan's stuff while she was gardening, and Meredith and Bonnie immediately know something's wrong, so they ask Dr. Alfred to drop them off, not at the boarding house, because Dr. has it's to bring... Just, it's unsafe. It's unsafe. Because of the woods. So instead, they're just going to run through the woods really fast, yeah. which I guess is safer. Well, I mean, it's safer because it won't interfere with them. It's just putting themselves in danger. It's not putting all of them in danger. Very heroic. Um, but Meredith was like, Bonnie, you're not the best runner. And Bonnie's like, nope, I'm coming. I don't care. I know. And Meredith's like, well, now I have no choice but to uh, help you and hold your hand while you run. And Bonnie is is kind of lagging. Yeah, and she gets attacked by a little tree monster. Meredith, like, kicks it off of her. Uh, they make it to the house. And they're like, we gotta go through this computer. Which is like... Wasn't really touched on enough why they needed to get to the computer. Bonnie was like, uh, Matt just told me while I was unconscious and I had a dream that he told me to go to the computer. And it's like, okay. Yeah, he's like, look okay. at the back of files. Look at the back of files. How would Matt know that? I think the first thing I would do would be like, oh, go through the desk. Yeah, That's a backup file. Uh, but anyway, they get to the computer um, and they learn the truth that Damon has written this uh, fake passage and Stefan has not left on his own free will. No, so they're like, uh, is he is he dead then? And then Mrs. Flowers comes and takes care of them, and she's like, I'm going to venture into the old wood with you because I'm tired of being idle. And then we also learn that her mom died in 1901. And she's a white witch. So but- I thought she was immortal. If her mom died in 1901, because if she was, oh, she'd be well, really she's a white, old. She's a white witch. So does she so not she, age? I, I, mean, I think she's like, she like just lives long. 
Oh, but okay. also, here's my biggest qualm with this book, because now it is confirmed we are in the 21st century. Yes. Yeah, it is confirmed a few times, and I'm pissed because we just have jumped 10 years, and we're just not going to address it? Yeah. Like, what? They also... The class of 1997 just graduated, and now it's 2009? Like, are you fucking with me? I'm mad. <laughs> I know. We only get, like, what, what's going on in their personal lives? We get that they say Matt is college-aged at some point. Yeah. Which, I think he would be a lot older than college-aged. Matt? If it was if it was jumping from they graduated in 97. Oh, no, but it's, like, taking place. Like, they just graduated. Like, no time has passed in the book. Uh, but now it's now 2009 when last time we saw everybody was 1996. Oh, so you're saying they shouldn't have cell phones just yet. Yeah. No, because she literally changed the year. They say multiple times. It's like the 21st century. Oh, boy. Yeah. They shouldn't have phones yet. I know, but it's not. It doesn't matter because she changed the time period. It also seems like they FaceTime each other sometimes. Yeah, because she changed the time period and thought no one would care. I'm sure that'll come up later. She'll be like, there's actually a loophole where if you um, stick your tongue in the sky, you get a phone. No, I, I'm sure she'll say, like, well, it's like a snow globe magic thing, and now it, it, they jumped in time, and it didn't matter. So, I don't know. Either way, listener, uh, LJ Smith changed the time zone, like, time period they're in, and just thought no one would give a shit. That's it. I want to know, burning question, does Mrs. Flowers know how to use a phone? Yes. I like to think Mrs. Flowers has a blog. No. You don't think she has a blog? No, she's too busy with her garden laundry. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But there is also a contingency with uh, this whole scene going on. You thought we had too many plots. Get ready for a new one. The cops show up. Drink um, every time there's a new plot element introdu- uh, introduced. Oh, we would have Hammered. been so drunk drinking this. Because this one also kind of leads into what they're setting up for the next book. But the cops show up before they head out. And they say Matt is under suspicion of assaulting Caroline. And there's physical evidence. Which I was like, what's, what's was the it, evidence? Was it recorded? But... She has a black eye, and Matt had scratches on his arm from the night that the bug attacked him in the previous episode that we talked about. Yeah. And it healed to kind of look like um, female scratches, like, scratching him. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, like, also, they could just take a paternal test once once the baby's born. It's like, you know, it's going to be later. Probably going to be later. I yeah. Cut this out. No, I mean, it's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, listeners. It's going to make so much sense. Um, okay, speaking of another plot element, Matt's just trying to fight Damon now at this point, and it's kind of funny. He's just, like, literally, I picture him, like, going, like, far away, and then just, like, running as fast as he can. Yeah, you gotta love Matt, because Matt, uh, thinks that he can, uh, Matt has a death wish, honestly. Matt will just fight werewolves and vampires with no, Matt's uh, always ready to, Matt's always ready to be like, uh, kill me too! You're gonna kill them, kill me first. Kill them, kill me. I imagine him with really broad shoulders and literally just getting down and tackling like a football player and it's very Oh, and I also picture Matt always wearing a Letterman jacket, no matter what time of day, no matter what kind of event. It's always a blue Letterman jacket with white sleeves. Kind of looks like the guy from Breakfast Club then in my head. Yeah! Yeah, Absolutely. Same energy. Oh, they are kind of all the Breakfast Club when you think about it. Like... Damon's John Bender. Yes. And Stefan is the nerdy guy. Okay, yes. And um, Elena's Claire, the preppy one. And then Bonnie is uh, the goth girl. Bonnie is the goth girl. I want to die. And Meredith is the principal. 
Yes, Meredith is the principal, the hard ass being like, I have my eye on you. Or Meredith's the nerd, and then Damon's the principal. <laughs> that makes way more sense. That is true. Damon isn't necessarily in the group as much, but then who would be John Bender? Oh, right, right, right. Meredith? Oh. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. She's kind of chaotic and fun. Yeah. She just goes for it, and she's like, no one else follow me. Yeah. I'm, I'm different. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <sighs> Oh. So while Matt and Damon are fighting, Elena comes up with this brilliant plan to distract them by just taking her shirt off. I imagine them fighting, yeah. and then um, out of frame, a shirt just gets thrown in, and yeah. we go over to like, <gasps> um, and if that already wasn't as confusing, is Elena was like on the ground at some point and noticed the ley lines and wanted to figure out how to use them, and then that plot element is dropped immediately. Yeah, and. Um, among this time, Damon also at some t- point um uh sprains her wrist, like grabs her wrist and kind of fractures it. Yeah. So that is like Matt's tip off to be like, <gasps> but we never heard Elena. <laughs> <laughs> There's we something wrong. Um, yeah. You can hurt. You can throw yeah, body yeah. in Meredith which way. We don't care. Elena finally is like, you're not Damon. Who are you? And then this is kind of where the reveal is that Damon's been possessed this whole time. Um, and then she, like, agrees to be like, okay, I'll go with you, but you have to leave Matt alone. And Matt's like, no! And she's like, yeah! And Damon's like, fine. And then he ends up drinking a lot of Matt's blood just to be like, by the way, I'm head honcho. Yeah. Now we can go out. And now they get into Damon's car, and, um, Elena, uh, very quickly realizes that another plot element, an old house is nearby, and she can just jump out of the car and go to this old farmhouse, and the Durstons will help her. Yeah, so she manages to keep herself unbuckled. She's like, you know what, I'm going to jump out of the car when it is going past this bend, and then I will roll, and that... that... And Damon Ash Shinichi is going very, very fast. Yeah, uh, and as he takes this corner, she lets the car door open, and she rolls, and she dislocates her shoulder and breaks her leg but she's gotta keep going she she tries running she ends up finding like a little crutch convenient uh and starts just like going through the woods and she's like counting out loud like i know how many paces it is to get to their house and it's like no you don't no you fucking don't yeah she's like if i go right and the woods are all dark and there's no lights yeah at that point i'd be like i'm gonna stop trusting my instinct i feel like the trees can get me now um but now she kind of does okay new plot element Damon, not as Shinichi, wakes up at the wheel and is like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, he's like, how am I driving right now? What happened? Why is this car door open? <laughs> he is piecing it together. He's like, the last thing, I actually don't even remember the last thing he remembers. Yeah. But Shinichi comes out as a fox and... They fight. They fight. Damon's mad. He starts, like, tightening his grip on him with, like, an invisible barrier. And he's like, I'm gonna kill you. And then Shinichi's sister comes this, out too. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, I'm here. Um, and then, uh, meanwhile, Elena's lost in the woods. Yeah, Elena lays down, and it reminds me of, um, like, the pit of despair in Never Ending Story, where they're like, fight to the horse, and he's just sinking because he's depressed. Yeah. That's Elena. She lays down, and the, the, like, vines are taking over her, and she's like, I love you, Stefan. I, I love, I love. And then that's how that chapter it's is. It's weird. Yeah. And then we jump back to Damon just like beating the shit out of Shinichi being like, where is Elena? 
Yeah, Shinichi takes Damon to his cabin, which... That he has, another plot point. Wish Damon had known that earlier. If I had a buddy and I was sleeping in uh, trees, I'd be like, damn, you had this this place that I could have been hitting you up for? And Damn. you're also evil like me? Aww. Man, Damon just needs a friend. They should start a podcast. Aww. Could be good. Could be good. They take they take Damon to this cabin and reveal, and this is the snow globe plot. Get ready for it. Oh, guys, this got so confusing. It was so weird. So Shinichi is like a puppet master. He's like when I play Sims 4. And, and everyone is, just exists in my computer. That's how everyone's existing right now in the old wood, which is Elena's just in this separate world outside of the real world. And but it it's looks identical to it. And it's a snow globe. And I think that Shinichi and his sister, they move through different dimensions. Yeah. That are, that are snow have, they, We find out, like, maybe, like, 30 or 40 pages after this that they have keys that take them to other dimensions yeah you can just manifest anywhere you want to go like mcdonald's on ashland and you put it in the air or no you have to put it in a in a in a yeah i love that this like it was like you know what this book needs more stuff like (sighs) yeah because like a heavy sigh the heaviest of sighs because it gets even more confusing it's not straightforward but damon's like okay let me go into snow globe action and i can just pop on in there get elena and just take her back out to the cabin you know we might have a few bumps here and there because i did kind of attack her and her boyfriend matt whose name he cannot get right i love that that's really funny yeah and then he's like okay shinichi now that i've got elena uh in your little small cabin you can leave us alone i'll deal with you later which is weird yeah i don't it doesn't seem like that's in everyone's best interest to let the villain Hold get away. him hostage and then use uh, his hostage to get Masada to tell you where Stefan is. Boom. But nope. Instead, uh, he is taking Elena to the cabin and fixing her up there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, that's, that's... Are you guys ready for another cutback? Because meanwhile, Matt wakes up in a car yep. and he's like, oh, I'm in so much pain, must find Elena. And... Well, they, you know, took the time to, you know, drive and um, Elena to jump out and, like, go in the woods and look for the Durstons. Matt gets there in, like, a minute to be like, oh, this is where the car was. She fell here. She must be in the woods uh, on the way to the Durstons. Yeah, it takes him a total of 10 minutes to walk from where he used to be to where Elena was. And he's like, oh, this makes sense. She wasn't that far from the cabin. But as we know, apparently she was in another dimension. yeah. But Matt, like, runs up to the Durstons, and he's like, hey, hey, you guys let a, a girl in here, and she wasn't Elena, because you think she's dead, but it looked a lot like her. Yeah. <laughs> Elena's like, I have a little, Elena in her logic, too, is like, I have a little bit of dirt on my face, so no one's going to tell that I was the former beauty Elena Gilbert, which I think people could still tell. Anyways, that's yeah. fine logic. Matt goes to this cabin, and he's like, knock, 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 hello, and they're very wary to let him in, and he's like, it's fine, you don't need to let me in, Um, but if a a blonde girl does come, let her in, and they don't really like Matt for some reason. Yeah. They're very hesitant about Matt specifically, and then it's revealed, uh, door opens a little bit more. These people, these folks' daughter is also possessed. Yeah, she's another 13-year-old girl who is possessed by the Malik. And she's running around naked. And they also are, like, very casually like, 
oh, don't worry about it. She's also been this way with, you know, her dad and her brother. And it's like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's gross. She's also tattooing the name Matt into her arm, which, you know, then why put energy towards kissing your dad and brother if you already got... Because she's possessed. I mean, I get that, but you got (laughs) one guy on your mind. If you were possessed and you were tattooing one person's name... Wouldn't you spend time, I don't know, going outside and looking for them? No, not when you're possessed by the Malik. I guess not. I don't know. Creepy as fuck. He leaves. Um, and he, where do we, where, I'm looking he, at this, I'm like, I don't even know where I Well, he leaves, and then this, it, we, we forget about oh. Matt for a while. We get a lot of, like, Damon and Elena sex dun, not sex dungeon, but, like, sex hot steamy cabin yeah. scenes Like, for basically, a bit. like, a Christmas movie where they're both trapped in a cabin because they're snowed in. That's the vibe it gives. Yeah, so, as, they, they, okay, I'm gonna say. Yes. They kind of had more chemistry than Stefan and Elena ever did in that scene. With, like, their conversations. It does seem like Damon is the bad boy option where you're like, I can't um, trust that I'd have a stable future with him, but I really want to fuck him. And Stefan's just, like, really hot, nice guy, and you're like, yeah. this is safe. Yeah. And I'm comfortable here. I don't here. know, and, like, Damon's like, let me make you some food. I want to get you, like, safe. And, like, they're kind of having a fun banter, and, like, she doesn't really have banter with Stefan. I'll say it. Not not nearly as much. No. Stefan will always just call her my little lovely love. Ugh, and it's like, like a weird thing introduced this book. That's gross. I also don't love how Damon talks, which is, but apparently he's possessed, so it's okay that he's speaking in English, like, folklore. But sometimes he'll, like, sing sonnets, and I'm like, I fucking hate yeah, this. Yeah, whatever. That's my ick from Damon. But they're kind of playing catch-up, and Shinichi took away Elena's memories of when Damon was being bad to her. As, yeah. like, a, you know what, they can make up, whatever, and then um, I'll just possess Damon later tonight at this festival to get back at him for putting me in pain. And for now, they can they can have their little rom-com moment. And it is very rom-com-y. Um, and then Matt, still in the woods, being like, well, what am I gonna do now? He just starts calling out for Elena and then finds Bonnie, Mrs. Flowers, and Meredith. yeah. And then they're they're kind of just hanging out. Yeah, they're like, oh, I guess we should all go back to the to the house, look for Elena still. And then they run into Isabel, who's leading Jim Bryce, the grandma, and Doctor Abbott. And things are weird because like they're and like the three friends, they all realize that like something's off here because they're like, oh yes, there was a tree in the road, and we're just following Isabel now. Yeah, they're kind of coming to the conclusion that Dr. Alfred is evil, and it really sucks for them. Um, They don't get to be getting a fucking massage from Damon with oils. When they said that they were bringing out the, um, Damon was going to massage Elena with oils, I was like, okay. Oh, also, okay, so Elena, Laka went on, but Elena has so many broken bones that uh, Damon has to, like, fix her, so he gets her tea and some of his blood, and that just, like, mends her bones really fast. Yeah. And he's like, Shinichi should market this, because yeah. people, humans would- Humans would love this. Yeah, Shinichi goes and, like, you give her these herbs. Um, and then she's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. Um, yeah. I d- oh my god, it was so sensual. When they were, like, we're gonna introduce- he was like, I'm gonna introduce some sensual oils later to massage her. And she made a whole speech of, like- yeah, I used to be weird about being naked. I don't get it, but now I'm naked all the time. And she just, like, stripped off, and he was like, okay, I guess I'll turn around really fast, and she just laid under the sheets, like, yeah. massage me now, daddy. I don't know. Coming back to life must change you. 
I guess. The awakening? More like Elena's sexual awakening, am I right? I was kind of shocked because I was like, okay, you took your mem- her memory away of the bad times she had with Damon, but I don't think she would be so overtly excited. Like, wouldn't she have some apprehension instead of being like, yeah, let me just let my boyfriend's brother who wants to fuck me massage me. Naked. Naked. And I mean, then also, he slaps her on the butt, too. Oh, does he? I missed that. He, like, t- yeah, he slaps her on the butt, too. Okay. And he was like, oh, no, I was, like, nervous she was going to slap me on the butt when I came back into the room. And I was like, what is going on? I don't know. But maybe the times are changing and we're nearing the end of Stefan and Elena because... She's got a taste of Damon, and she's kind of vibing with it. She took that bait so fast. She also was like, if you want some of my blood, you can you can have it. And yeah. he was like, what? Are you serious? Yeah, she's, yeah, take it. But then, okay, this is where it gets <sighs> more confusing, because they're like, well, guess it's time to get on out of here and, you know, go back to the plot of this book. And it's they leave this snow globe, and they enter just another one. Yeah, I was very confused. So the house they were in only existed in Shinichi's mind. Which, how? And now they're realizing, oh, she was looking for Matt. That's what she wanted to do the whole time. Damon, Damon, where's Matt? What about Matt? And Damon's like, well, once Matt talks, my whole shtick is done. Yeah. Um, But, God, I don't even know where they go from here. They're like walking in the woods. They can't find Matt. Yeah, Elena's like, I feel a little too full. Can you drink my blood? And he's like, ugh, oh, God, I'm, yeah. I'm wet right now. And then eventually Damon starts filling Elena in, and he's like, okay, here's the situation. We're in a snow globe. Shinichi and Masao exist. Um, also, Caroline's possessed by them. Also, I made a deal with them when I was really upset. And that's the reason Stefan's gone. Mm-hmm. He's not dead. But I was really upset that I had to watch you two fly up in the air into the moon and make out with each other. Yeah. And they sit down for a minute. And Damon also makes a point of being like, um, listen, Elena, a lot of people are hyper fixated on you because um, you give vampires the jigsies, whatever that means. What does that mean? Which I kind of read as, like, Elena now having been a spirit and is now a human makes vampires, like, really horny to drink her blood. So they called it the Jigsies? I guess so. Wild. (laughs) They sit down, and Elena just flips so fast. She's, like, thinking to herself, she's like, Stefan and Damon aren't that different. And Damon's like, yes, but I'm a bad boy. And he sweeps her up, and she gasps, and she's like, no, no kisses. I want a drink. And then they just manifest wine. Yeah, because they're nowhere. in the thing. Um, it's it's confusing. She gets really drunk. They go back to the magic magic cabin, and now it's been transformed to look like the boarding house. Yeah, that's when he tells her the truth. Yeah, and it kind of seems like finally the plots are gonna come back full force. No, 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 no. Because Matt, Bonnie, Meredith, and Mrs. Flowers are also trying to get back to the boarding house. Yeah. Um. And you think that it's gonna, but apparently they're in two fucking different dimensions. Because of the snow globes. Um, but anyway, Elena slaps Damon, uh, cause she's like, what the fuck? How dare you? And then that's when, uh, and she's like, also, you're possessed. Let me get this Malik out of you. And then this is when, like, his, like, his possession turns back on and he's angry Damon again. Um, and then he steals her blood without asking. And yeah. Then, this is where it gets more confusing cause she, like, passes out. And, like, wakes up. And I think he still is taking her blood when she wakes up. Yeah, I think she he And is then too. they're on, like, a ledge. 
And she knows that Damon has one of Shinichi's keys around his neck. So she kicks him off the ledge and takes the key in one full swoop. And then she starts using the key to go to different dimensions. Yeah, it's... It's confusing. It's weird. I do love that I could tell Damon was back to Damon loco mode because he says some wild... Loco (laughs) mode! Damon goes sicko mode. He says, I would love to have a sculptor carve a bust of you weeping, which is (laughs) so actually really fucking funny. That's really fucking funny. Um, He also, she's like, why did you bring Matt into this? Why did you have to torture him? And he's like, Matt is an obstacle to you as well, which I don't think, I think they're just bloods. Yeah. They, um, they play cat and mouse through the dimensions, though. They she do. She goes to, like, Aunt Judith and her Aunt Tilda's, and then the hallway. Um, There's a montage of them running, and she ends up in Honoria Fell's tomb, like, underneath it. And Damon also ends up there. And, oh, God, give this girl a break, because he starts drinking her blood again. Yeah, she's not going to have any left. And as if uh, you could guess what could happen next... No. No, you You could not guess this next plot point because it's about to get even more confusing. Elena sprouts wings. Oh, but not just any wings, specific wings. Yes, specific wings. We find out her spirit powers allow her to have different types of wings that give her new wing powers. And forget the first one. Wings of Redemption. So she gets the wings of redemption and wraps Damon up in them to... Takes all his pain away. We get a little bit of his backstory. Yeah. Um, it seemed like, uh, oh, I think this happens in the show, too. They do keep that in. I think that, like, older women would, like, fuck him when he was younger, which really fucked him up. Oh. And his dad would beat him uh, when he didn't do well in school. Damn. So that's a little bit of yeah. why he's kind of a hard Yeah, ass. so she basically takes his his meanness away. Um, she took away, like, all of his memory. He comes out of it, and, and she doesn't even remember who she is. She's, he's like, little girl, why are you crying? It's such yeah, a weird line. Because, yeah, she shuffles through, like, two more wing patterns in addition to this first one. Like, yeah. The, it, she does a wings of purification on him, too. Yeah. To, like, make him make him a little soft boy again. Because she's like, it's the 21st century. You are a vampire. Yeah. And then she gives some of them back to him, yeah. and he starts to remember... All the things he did to Elena. Yeah, he cries. He cries and kisses her feet, which is really embarrassing. Yeah, and then really they, out of character. They do kiss during this. Uh, yeah, she kisses him to drive the Malik from him. So nothing like sexual, but it, it seems like a deep kiss. It seems like a deep kiss. And she also calls him the Don Juan of Darkness. Yeah, and then she gives him blood. She gives him blood, and she also sports some new wings doing this, called the Wings of Purification. Yeah. She pulls the Moloch out of his spine. Yeah. And then she drinks his blood. Yeah. And in drinking his blood, they share their plans via telekinesis. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go out and find Stefan. And Elena's like, I'm going to try to take care of the girls. And she doesn't do that. She goes, she's the one that goes to find Stefan. Yeah. She uses the magic key to see where he is. So she can't, like, find him, find him. But she can, like, find him, if you know what that means. Yeah. Um, and he's in, like, a, a dungeon, and he's he looks so weak, and she goes, Stefan, it's me. He goes, I'm not falling for it again, you goons. Yeah, he says, leave me alone, you bitch. <laughs> Which, like, 
Okay. Yeah, so Stefan is not doing so hot. Uh, we learned that this trap he has fallen into has made him a prisoner, and he's just weak and falling apart. Yeah, he's like, you can't be here, leave. And she's like, Stefan, drink my blood now. No time to argue, no time for kissies. Blood. Yeah. No kissies, just blood. Yeah, and he's like, I don't really want your blood. And she's like, I swear to God, Stefan, you better take my blood. So she's getting her blood taken from Stefan. She's, oh, she's really going through it, I guess. Yeah, and he gives her, like, some rules on how to break in. He tells her through this, like, mind melt thing that there's two rings the twins have, and she'll need them to get him out of this place. And I kind of view them as, like, horror cruxes. Yeah. Like, it's, like, the two con- con- Sunnis, whatever, the fox spirits, um, ways of just, like, preserving him forever, and they're all scattered around the world. They're, like, yeah. little novelty trinkets. Yeah. Um, and he, like, holds her because she's like, I have to go. Yeah, and then when he's like, leave me, they're coming, she slaps him. She goes, she's a moody little bitch. Yeah, she is. And she gives Damon's him, rubbing off on her. I know, seriously. She gives him a flask of dark magic wine and is like... Where did she get that? I don't know. And he goes, where did you get the wine? And she's like, don't worry about it. So she's like, I have to go, goodbye. And she leaves and she winds up at the boarding house. Above it. Above the boarding house. And she's falling. But it seems like it was a different boarding house than Matt, Meredith, and Bonnie. But it ends up not being Because in this scene, the lights are off, but in Meredith and Bonnie's, the lights are on. But then she's watching them. At some point, they... At some point, they merge. They merge. Anyway, so instead of just, like, plummeting the 80 feet, she somehow lands in a tree. We don't know how, we don't know why, but she just careens herself into a tree and lands soft and soundly. So she's, like, 60 feet above the ground it's so confusing um and and i think is this when we realized that um uh the two fox spirits were taking over jim and yeah so because the the group of people they all make it to the boarding house elena from her pov sees like the like these shadow people and tree people like guiding her friends and um, uh, Jim and Oba and Dr. Abbott and Isabel all to the boarding house. Yeah. And, and it's like, mm, that's kind of creepy. And then this is when Jim and Oba, uh, uh, Grandma kiss. Make out. Make out. And then they transform into Shinichi and Masao. And they're like, ha ha ha, you guys. Which, wild. Now they're siblings, uh, kissing. Yeah. And Damon's angry boy again. And Elena's like, oh no, he got possessed again. Yeah. He kind of. Bonnie starts running out of the house, and Damon, like, plucks her up from the sky, um, but I don't, I don't think anything comes from that. Oh, and we also need to mention that, um, Carolyn is also at, outside of this house when She's they get there. She's on my way. Yeah, Caroline's, w. Caroline's there, uh, also Tamara, Kristen, and then another random girl that we just introduced is here as well. Yeah, the young little horny girls are lining the block, and they're like, Matt, 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 Matt. They're like the the um, birds in Finding yeah. Nemo. And then this is also where we get our two little snippet paragraphs of Dr. Abbott's grandchildren back at Grandma's house. I could not figure out what was going on. So much is happening. Um, and we find out that... Jim and Grandma are at the house still, and things are not going well. So this is when we learn that Jim and Grandma this whole time have really been Shinichi and Masao, and the Jim and Grandma IRL are not doing so hot back at the house. Oh, I did not get that. Yeah. Because I didn't know who they were, and 
they also the people who were talking in these two paragraphs faintly were saying they could like hear someone whispering i'll always love you elena yeah and then we got the the chewing the fingers so i was like is stefan out of his jail this plot could have made sense and like i think that would have been a really cool reveal to like have it be like oh by the way jim and grandma this whole time have been shinichi and masao but we really didn't get a payoff because just so much else was going on. I did. I genuinely did not like. Pick it, up. it literally took me like um. I like simmered in a moment. I was like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. Yeah, but they like yeah. A, a sentence for me because yeah. I did not. Get yeah, it. I really wish was, uh, she would just flat out said this meant that Jim and she, uh, uh, Grandma the whole time have been Shinichi and Masao, and the real Jim and Grandma were trapped in the room upstairs. That would have been so much That's easier. That's because we needed it, because it didn't make sense. Um, so now that uh, Damon is, like, picking up Bonnie and stuff like that, Elena's kind of sus about him again. Since she's just watching all of this unfold, Caroline coming to the uh, house with uh, the other girls behind her, um, Damon all taking them up to a, a very nice spot in the boarding house to, like, watch the, the yeah, show. The widow's walk or whatever. Yeah, and it's, like, it's set up how to visualize this for you is I imagine they're, like, on the balcony of the boarding house yeah. looking out over the backyard, which now has lights on it, and then Elena's in a tree somewhere. Yeah, because they're also, like, uh, Shinichi for a while has been saying, like, it's the Moonshire Festival or whatever. We don't know what that was supposed to be, no, they didn't even they didn't even describe. But yeah, he he just said it's the festival, the moon festival, and I guess it's this. I guess it's them just trying to kill everybody. It is. I guess. It's, I I couldn't tell you what that what it was supposed to be. I don't know if the moon was in the sky. If you Google Moonshire the, Festival, you only get Moonshine the man, Festival. Uh, the man in the moon just puts on sunglasses and gets a t-shirt gun and is like, you get a t-shirt and you get a t-shirt. Oh my god, just starts pelting the earth yeah, with t-shirts. Yeah, that's it. That would be kind of cool. That would be better. Um, but, and so yeah. now it's just like a lot of fighting scenes. Shit show. Bonnie gets tied up by like tree shadow people and Damon's like, I need a pair of scissors. And they give him a pair of, like, nail scissors. And he goes, no, bigger ones. And then he gets a pair of garden hedges. Yeah, and it's it seems like Bonnie, Meredith, the doctor. God, doctor, talk about wrong place at the wrong right? time. Oh, it should have been on shift this whole time. Matt and Mrs. Flowers are, like, in the backyard where all of this is happening. Loved the scene where Caroline starts, like, making out with Shinichi, which is funny because it seemed like she was trying to steal his attention away from his sister, who was also making out with yeah. him. And these half-breeds, which are... What is used to describe half men, half trees, are the ones that have strung Bonnie up on an altar, and um, you know, just things things are not going good. Elena's no. in like hyper focus mode, being like, "What do I do now that Damon's yeah. possessed again?" And then Damon, as he's like bringing his scissors up to Bonnie, finds Elena in the trees because, of course, and he winks at her, and she goes, "Okay, I see you. I got it." Well, you know what's funny is she, her line of thinking was, oh shit, no, now it's an ultimatum. So I can either come out and agree to his terms or he's saying he's going to kill two of my best friends, which I I, I didn't get that. I was like, no. Elaine, I think he's just letting you know that he's in on the plan. Yeah, but I guess she's probably, probably traumatized a little bit after the whole like dying and then brought back to life and then dying thing. <laughs> yeah, so her response is to not trust Damon and instead let go of the tree and fall 60 feet um, from above 
of in what seems like a suicide dive. Yeah, um, and then cue I believe I can fly because it's basically what she tells herself and she grows her wings again. Oh my god, she's just gliding and shit and she's like, oh, this is such an embarrassing scene. She's like, oh no, I can't control them and Damon starts like this chant, Elena, I'm with you. It's just like in Dead Poet Society when they're like, oh, Captain, my Captain. But it's to believe that Elena can fly. Elena says it. Or not Elena says it. Elena probably does say it, No, she does say it. That's what gets her the wings initially. Like, I believe... And you, Matt, Meredith, the doctor, Bonnie, they all take up this chant. The basket case, the chalk, the... It all ties back to Breakfast Club. But Elena, I'm with you, really is the throwing the fists in the air at the end of Breakfast Club. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this, her, the, her, the, she, her little Santa Claus self, now that people believe in her, is able to swoop down, grab the scissors, and she also, like, brings up Masao into the sky with her. Holding on to her by her hair. Yeah. Which is nuts. And then Damon just starts beating the shit out of Shinichi. Yeah, Damon does a lot at this point. He saves Meredith. He runs to Bonnie while the tree men are getting closer to Elena. And then once he's got them kind of, like, safe and sound, he's just going to town on Shinichi. And then Elena, uh, unsure of what a villain does now, she just, like, cuts off one of uh, Masao's tails and watches it fall to the ground. Yeah, because apparently the fox spirits, they got six tails if you ever look up what a katsuni is. Pretty cool looking. They kind of look like nine tails in Pokemon. Oh, okay. And um, does this whole she does this whole speech about how she's lost her innocence because she's shed another person's yeah, blood. Yeah, and at one point she says, bad trees go to hell. That is a line in the book, listeners. I did not make that up. And Damon looks up at her and is like, I'm so proud of you. And, yeah. And I, really, that's the girl you want to yeah. fuck? Someone saying bad then, trees go to hell. And then Elena's vibe during this whole scene is babysitter trying to get control of children. Because she goes, okay, where are the keys? Give me the keys to see Stefan. Yeah. And Miss Al's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And she's like, I'm going to start snipping your little tails one by one to try to figure out. And she's like, no, don't do that. Okay, but you can't snip, like, my real tail. It's the one with, like, the white on the bottom of it. Please don't do that. Yeah, so she snips all of them but that one. And instead of telling her where Stefan is, they're like, we're going to give you clues because we're obnoxious. Yeah, and Elena's like, I've had it with this, and I know how to win the battle. So she stretches out her wings of purification one last time over the whole field, and it just turns everything into flowers in bloom. Oh, yeah, they say that her wingspan is 40 feet. Are you serious? That's insane. Yeah. That, that I nuts. shit you not that was in the book. How would that unfold? And then how would it fold back in without hitting the ground? <laughs> it tears down the boarding house. <laughs> Someone's just like, uh, like reading a book and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. What are all the people who live in the boarding house doing right now? I don't know. Is, is, is Stefan, Mrs. Only, Flowers only tenant? I don't know. We will never know. Um, yeah, she wings of purifications that, uh, the thing. And that's when, okay, Shinichi talks about how much he loves Elena and Masao gets pissed because he's supposed to love her and her only. So they start fighting. Yeah, they start fighting. Um, uh, Elena lets slip in that she is attracted to Damon. She has a little moment of attraction to him. Yeah. And, um, Shinichi's like, no, I'm, I'm done with this. Fuck this. I'm breaking the code. He turns to Damon in, in, uh, between his fight with his sister and he's like, I, mentally, I'm going to tell you clues where Stefan is, and that's all you get. And also, uh, Caroline is now pissed that Shinichi is making out with, uh, again, Masao, and in love with Elena, not her. Yeah, and Caroline is really mad because she's like, 
Shinichi, I was talking to you in the mirror. I thought what we had was special. And then Masao's like cracking up and she was like, you fell for it. I was pretending to be Shinichi the whole time. Which, okay, honestly, this for me was the biggest payoff being like, Caroline was afraid to kiss Elena at the beginning of the book. And she's and been kissing a girl. And she fell in love with the girl. Oops. And I, I hope that was intentional, though, Jay Smith, to do that. I don't think it was, but I'm going to pretend really, it was. I'm going to pretend it was. Um, apparently the price for knowing where Stefan is, is Shinichi gets to take some of Damon's memories, um, from basically this whole book. He's going to forget a lot of this, whatever he did this book. And that purification makes Elena very upset. She's like, no, that can't be the trade-off. Which is like, don't you want anything to get Stefan back? I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like she likes nice Damon now who wants to be her little slave boy. I know. Um, but like, no, like they, he agrees, um, that his mind is swiped and that's, that's pretty much it. They, they're. Damon's back to his old self. Yeah. Him and Elena have, uh, agreed. They're going to find Stefan together in the other world. And, um, but wait, wait, you thought the plot was wrapping up? Because the cops are looking for Matt still. Yeah, the police scanner, uh, in Damon and Elena's car reminds them on their drive that they're after, uh, Matt. So Elena and Damon switch cars to Elena's car, and they're just trying to get Matt to come with them. Yeah. And they find him at Bonnie's, and they're like, what are you doing at Bonnie's? And he goes, oh, I was fixing mom's car, probably. Oh. Yeah, we're kind of hoping that Team Matt is back on. Yeah. And so it seems like it's setting up for the next book that it's going to be Matt, Damon, and Elena. And Bonnie. Bonnie goes with them. Oh, Bonnie goes with them? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, does she? I didn't think she did. No, she doesn't. She's writing in her little diary entry about how she's kind of attracted to both of them. Yeah. Oops. Oops. She took the money Stefan left her. She uh, makes a note to Damon, like, and Damon, if you find this diary, don't read. I know you will. Um, it kind of confusing. It, it wraps it up with, uh, also, if you were wondering about the gaggle of girls, uh, Lena used the last of her power, taking the Moloch out of them. Um, but Caroline's still kind of evil. Caroline, yo, Caroline wouldn't let Elena near her. So, like, I guess she's still, like, a little possessed. She's also pregnant, and that's why she's framing Matt. Yeah, because Tyler Tyler Smallwood got her pregnant, and now she's blaming Matt for it, which like justice for Matt. Fuck that. She's trying to find a husband, apparently. Yeah, and it's. I mean, that's where that's it sad. ends. Well, no, because then we have to wrap up. Uh, Isabel is in the hospital. Yes, Oba did not die. The grandma did not die. Jim pierced his brain. Jim pierced his pencil. brain, and he ate his left hand. And a few of his other fingers. So he's going to a mental mental institution, which is really honestly sad. Yeah. Um, and then it says Masao will return at some point. And then Matt, Elena, and uh, Damon drive off into the sunset. Trying to look for Stefan. Yeah. Where are they going to find him? I don't know. I honestly, can't imagine they'll get there by car. I keep thinking they're setting trying to set up a threesome vibe. Really? Yeah. What was the whole filming them making out thing for? Well, he was possessed. I get he was possessed, but also, why are you so hyper-focused on this guy that isn't even, like, he's a friend, you know? Yeah. Is it just because, like, this is someone who, it's like, okay, you know, um, like, Nate in Euphoria, when he's really weird, U.S. Yeah. Euphoria, right? In the first episode to um McKay about, like, with yeah. Cassie, he's like, wasn't her pussy so good? Wasn't her pussy? And I'm like, that's kind of a little bit gay. That's yeah. a little bit gay where I'm like, 
maybe Damon is attracted to Matt, but also I don't think L.J. Smith is a smart or queer enough writer to figure out. I guess we'll find out because we still got seven more books. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so the next three are written by her. Next two. Two. So oh, this is, thank this is god. one, and then the return two, the return three, and then the next trilogy is somebody else. Okay. Um, but I don't know where book six is gonna go, but I'm gonna say it. Kinda wanna figure out what's gonna happen, who Elena's gonna pick. I want them to just live not in the supernatural. I want teen drama. Yeah. I would love more teen drama. A little less monsters. I want Caroline and Tyler Smallwood pregnancy. What's up there? Yeah. I want... uh, A little less gore. Yeah. A little less gore. It's like, it was fun, like, in the first four books. But, like, this book teetered on a thing that, like, kind of made me queasy a little bit. I agree. The pierced tongue, I did not need. No, no, no. Also, like, the image of someone eating their lips... No. Was fucked up. Um, let's go to the top five. Let's go something happier. Yeah, let's move on. So our top five for there was a lot of material to work with. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about this one. Yeah, we're going with top five other wings Elena could have had. Yeah, and the uh, number five coming in hot with number five. Uh, we had our wings of purification and the wings of redemption. But how about the wings of smooth jazz? With each flap of her wings, the smooth jazz bustles through the city. Yeah, I think Laura made a good point bringing that up. I think there would have been less turmoil. If maybe they just smooth jazzed it up. Yeah, calm people down. Give some people some easy listening. Give them some bossa nova. It calms me down. Yeah, give people some sexy music. Give people some calm music. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Number four, we said Wings of Fire could have easily knocked out all the trees. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't want to burn the woods, but, like, at that Uh, point, you kind of need to burn the woods. in this situation, forest fires are okay. (laughs) I think so. Um... Number three, Wings of Persuasion probably would have helped her get, like, uh, some some more tips out of Masao and Shinichi now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think Elena can be very charismatic. She yeah. should use it to her advantage. Yeah. I mean, shit, everyone's manipulating everyone in this book. Yeah, get some wings that can manipulate you for good. Get in on the action. Get in on the action. Uh, number two, uh, Wings of Two Truth and a Lie. You think this could be persuasion, but it's not. It's different. No, this is different because it also builds up Elena's memory and mental game, which she really needs after she, dying. You, yeah, she has never been, like, a good gauge of people. No. And I think uh, having wings that would automatically have someone give you two truths and a lie would really just help her learn. Absolutely. And, um, oh, you, you do the next oh, okay. one. Okay, uh, we'll do it together. Okay. okay. Number, Number one is Wings of Death. Death. Which, like, could help. You could get rid of everyone and slice this book down by about 585 this pages. This book did not need to be almost 600 pages. No. This book should have started at page 177 with the introduction of Shinichi. This book should have done a lot of things different. Probably got rid of all the snow globe shit. Like, oh my I god. I know. Also, this is the first time we could have had the opportunity to build her and Damon's. Stefan's out of the picture. Yeah. Really lay some groundwork here. No. If you want that to be a thing. No, no, no. Apparently we don't. Um, Which brings us to our Gamble Character of the Week. Okay. What? Who is yours? I don't know if this is allowed. Okay. I want to cancel LJ Smith this week. <gasps> Wow. Because here's the thing. She wrote a book that kind of glamorizes assault and predatoriness and it's uh, uncomfortably gory incest. 
Honestly, you know what? I'm going to do the same. Are you going to allow it? I'm going to do the same because it is, it's, it's wild how many aspects of it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. The racism. The racism was really bad. The sexual assault. Yeah. Was awful. Yeah. And yeah. But, I don't, but yeah, the teen girls was really bad for me too. That was gross. 11-year-olds, like, I don't need the visual of them putting tinsel yeah, on. Yeah, and, like, using that as, like, their a... their dad? What the hell? Using that as, like, a like a salacious plot point to, like, seem edgy seemed just not it for me. No. Yeah, and I would, if we argue that LJ Smooth isn't in the book, uh, there's a picture of her on the book cover, so I would argue so that she, she kind of is in the book. <laughs> it is a really big fall from grace. Yeah, and, like, I, I'm sad because we were so hyped. Yeah. The first four books. There was some, like, goofy stuff, but we were in it. Yeah, and this one is, like, it's almost, it's so bad, and it's, like, hard to riff off of. Yeah. When it's when it's aspects of things that I didn't even feel comfortable reading, let yeah. alone talking about. Yeah. So, I hope she gets it together. Kind of happy they booted her from her project. Oof, I guess, I mean, I, I hope in the next two books we're either, you know, maybe she gets redemption, or we're like, hey, maybe it's a good thing she's out. Yeah, it'll be interesting it'll to be see. It'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, I the, the, I forget what the next one is Kind of scared me as a writer being like, oh, does my career just get worse as I get older? Because hers, yeah. her, hers did. <laughs> she did pretty bad. I need to start cranking some shit yeah. out now. And also the fact that she just changed what year this book was taking place in. Oh my God. Cancel forever for that for me. Make this a 90s vampire series like it was. Don't You don't have to change shit so they can have cell phones. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got to go to the top for this one. She's the canceled character. Yeah. You can cancel any of them, but she's... And that's that's a big thing for us to say out of all the books we've read, that we find that this is the one we are canceling an author for. Yeah. That's, like, that's no jokes here. That They all had really bad elements. It was early 2000s. But, um, like, this one really went to a place that was... Juggled all of them. That was, uh... Beyond Redemption. Yeah, this was one of the worst books I think I've ever read. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, and boy, are we going to read more of them. And boy, we're going to read more of them. And we got to thank you guys for sticking with us during this season as we trug through the Vampire Diaries. And if you want to hang out with us other places, uh, we're also fun online. Yeah, you should follow us at Maggie and Laura on Instagram. Not only will you find out our hot updates about this podcast, you'll find out where we're performing in Chicago. That is true. We have some shows coming up in the upcoming month. Please come hang out with us if you are in Chicago. We are also on Twitter and on TikTok at Yowie Reddit. We've got a lot of TikTok ideas brewing. So. Oh, and we also just released a really cool TikTok this week. <laughs> so if you're listening to this episode the week it came out, you'll know the one we're talking about. You'll know the one we're talking about. We're pretty hyped about yeah. it. Um, uh, you can also email <laughs> us uh, at MeggieAndLauraPresent at gmail.com. And also go to our website, MeggieAndLaura.com. We'll put more fun stuff on it at some point. It's more of a just an about us right now. Yeah. Well, our web series is there. Our web series is there. Yeah. Watch our web series. Watch that. Yeah. We're so talented. We, we're, we're two talented best friends. You can't you can't beat it. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say about the next book before we head out? Uh, no. It's the second return book. It's book six. I'm I'm not looking forward to it, but boy, am I going to get it done. I know. We'll do it. It'll be fine. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good day? Is that something we say at the end of this? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, have a good day. <laughs> you were just listening to an Audiment podcast.